Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The delicate flower of Boston radio. <laughs> oh, man. Are you serious? Sorry, there's there's no way I can say that with a straight face. It's the Mistress Carrie Show. What a delicate little flower she is <laughs> on WAAF. Geezer Butler. Geezer, how are you? Good, thanks. How are you? I'm really well. Thank you so much for calling. Good. I am impressed you are exactly on time. Is that what retirement does? <laughs> yeah. Well, congratulations on the release of The End. It comes out on Friday, and this is the icing on the cake, right? Yeah, yeah. It's the last you'll ever hear from Sabbath. I think it's a little ironic that when you started, your music was coming out on vinyl, and then 8-track, and then cassettes, and then CDs, and then MP3s, and then it's streaming, and now you're releasing this whole set on vinyl again. Yeah, vinyl and CD and Blu-ray and everything else. It is kind of awesome that vinyl has come full circle again. It is, yeah, yeah. I can play me old records again. As somebody who spends as much time listening to music as you do, there's just such a superior listening experience with vinyl. Am I wrong? Um, yeah, I suppose so. It's, it's, I haven't got a very good record player at the moment. Everything's back in England, all my good stuff. So I haven't really played much vinyl in the past couple of years. Yeah, I'm looking forward to re-finding it. You've traveled so much with Black Sabbath over the years. Is that what your plan is, to to go home? Go home where? Well, I was going to ask if it was Birmingham, but I, I wasn't <laughs> sure where where no, home I'm was. i in Los Angeles now. Is that, is that going to be a permanent thing? Yes, looks like it. Have you fallen victim to the fantastic weather? That's it. That's what got me. If it wasn't for the weather, then I'd probably move back to England. But uh, I just love the weather here. Well, and looking back at the career of Black Sabbath, you chose to record and perform your last show at home in in Birmingham. What? There couldn't have been another option, right? The show had to happen where it all started. Oh, yeah. I mean, right from the start, we said we'll, we'll finish in Birmingham, where it all started, bring the whole thing full circle. And it just felt right that, um, you know, that that's where it should finish. I know there's been a lot of talk about the reason for the the end of Black Sabbath, and a lot of it had to do with Tony Iommi's health. Can you give us an update on how he's doing? Well, his cancer's in remission at the moment, so he's doing um, he's doing really well. But uh, when he was on tour, he was getting really really tired with all the traveling. It was nothing. It wasn't the, the actual playing that was uh, tiring him out. It was all the traveling and the different hotels every night and all that. And every six weeks, he'd have to go back to England to have more uh, treatment and and uh, have his uh, checkups and stuff. So it was just getting too much for him. So um, that, that was the main reason why we decided to call it a day. When you look back at a career that spans five decades and all of the traveling and, and all of the records and the tours, now that it's time for you to move into the next phase of your life, are there places Sabbath never went that you want to travel? Is there is there 
something you haven't done in all of the touring that now you can't wait to do? Yeah, so um, we never went to Africa, and my wife uh, just like went on the safari over there to see the animals, and uh, she said it was incredible. So I'd like to do that because you know we're, we're animal activists. So it'd be nice to go over and actually see them in Africa, free. I went on safari in in South Africa and uh, spent a lot of time researching to make sure that I, I went to a reserve that did a lot of work for protection of the animals and conservation. And there really is nothing like it. You look at things like zoos and the circus and all of that in a completely different light when you go and experience animals in their natural habitat. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'd like to do. She said it was amazing. Does the end of Black Sabbath now return you to Terence? Does anyone call you that, or have you permanently become <laughs> geezer now? <laughs> When's the last time someone called you that? Terence. Um, probably last week when I was at the Hell Farm. <laughs> <laughs> I went to a boot camp last week, and they got me, like, running up hills for nine miles at a time, and, that, and I was definitely a Terence then. <laughs> so even your wife calls you geezer? No, she calls me Terence. Oh, she does. Oh, okay. When she's being polite. <laughs> when you look back at the start of Black Sabbath and the inspiration behind the band and the sound, the music of that era in England always lends itself back to the blues in America. Is it possible for heavy metal or grunge or any of the other genres of music that Black Sabbath inspired, could that have ever happened without the blues? No, I don't think so. Because uh, we were a blues band for 18 months. And before that, before we were Black Sabbath, we were, we were in uh, various bands that we were in, played blues and Beatles stuff and stuff like that. But uh, without the blues, no, it wouldn't have happened. I grew up a diehard Beatles fan, always was. It was music that was constantly in my house. My mother loved them. And, you know, I've done the touristy thing of going to England and getting my picture taken and almost run over in Abbey Road. Did you ever do any of that touristy stuff, being the Beatles fan that I know you are and the rest of the band is? Um, not yet, but it's something that I can do now that I'm retired. I will warn you that the neighbors are not sympathetic to the bucket list photo that you're looking for, so be really careful. I bet, I bet they're really pissed off. And now that you've spent so much time in Los Angeles, I would warn you that you have to look the other way for the oncoming traffic. You might be used to the way <laughs> Americans drive now. Yes, sorry. I always remember that one. Do you drive in L.A.? Yeah. You are a brave man. Well, drive as much as you can in L.A. because with all the traffic here. It takes about three hours to get anywhere. One of the other things I always talk about when I interview other bands is the inspiration behind their music. And over and over again, when you talk to a band that is in any genre of rock music and they talk about their influence, Black Sabbath is always in there. Guitar players will always say that they're so frustrated because they think they come up with a great riff and then realize that it's a Tony Iommi riff that they didn't even realize they were copying while they were jamming on the guitar. It's How true. It's all down to Tony's genius of coming out with those riffs. How is it to look back on a career 
and a, and a band like Black Sabbath, to know you were such an integral part of it, and to look back at the body of work that was inspired by your band? It's amazing to me, because um, when we first started out, we, we were given no chance by anybody. I had to leave home because my parents were totally against me being in a band. And we must have played to, must have auditioned for at least seven record companies before they grudgingly gave us a deal. Um, and the, once we did get a record, the press in England just hated us. That you know, they were like saying that we, we were copying Cream and a, a really bad version of Cream and all that kind of stuff. They just didn't understand what we were doing. So, uh, but we stuck with what we believed in, and that, that's the main thing. One of the most sincerest forms of flattery is is to, to cover another band's music. I, I'm a huge fan of a band showing respect to a song they love and covering it in their own way. And there have been countless Black Sabbath covers. Who would you say has really done Black Sabbath justice, but taken one of your songs and made it their own as well? Do you have a favorite? Um, I really liked Pete Steele's version of uh, Black Sabbath. Peter Steele. Yeah, typo negative. There's no way that that band could have ever happened without the influence of Black Sabbath. Yeah, I, I love the, what, what he did with the, what they did with um, Black Sabbath, the song. That was very impressive. And Charles Bar- uh, Charles is it Charles Barkley that did Changes. It's a soul version of Changes. Oh, really? I haven't heard that. Oh yeah, it's, it's amazing. Well, when it, you look back at the at all of the songs, you guys are going to perform at home your last show. You know you're going to record it and capture it. And it's all getting released this Friday. How do you sit down and come up with the set list for your last show? Well, we have to we have to play like the the, the biggest hits kind of thing: Iron Man and War Pigs, Paranoid, NIB, Black Sabbath, and they're a given. So you know, they can never be not played. And then it's just a case of uh, going in rehearsal. We I think we went in with about twenty songs, and then went through them and whichever one sounded the best and made up a good set list that we went with. Obviously, that's a show you'll never forget, your last show. Your first show is a show you'll never forget. But are there other shows that throughout your career that stick with you? um, Yeah, there's quite a few. Um, I remember playing Chile and uh, there was like 85,000 people there. And they all had flares, and they were completely, the crowd were wild. And um, it was really a memorable concert. The band has sold over 70 million albums to date. And in an era where people are downloading one song at a time from an artist, do you think there'll ever come a time where artists will go back and put together a start-to-finish creative project of an album again do you think that this whole cycle and the way we consume music will all come back to the album again yes i still think albums are irrelevant i mean look at taylor swift this week she's broken all records when she put her album out and i think um every heavy or heavy rock or metal band their main purpose is to make an album so um 
you know, whether it sells millions or tens, it doesn't matter. It's the, the way you put get your music across to people. So albums are always going to be important. What do you attribute the longevity of Black Sabbath to when so many bands have reached that kind of success and then just completely dismantled or they've lost a band member along the way and it broke the band up or... I mean, you guys were actually able to go out on your own terms, in your own way, after all this time. Yeah, I mean, over the years, there's been various uh, lineups in the band. You know, I mean, sometimes it's, it's it's just Tony doing it. So, uh, I mean, the actual four original members of the 1970s, and then the <clears throat> Nine, 19, late 1990s and 2000s. So, um, you know, we weren't together all the, all the time over the last 47 years. But um, it's always been great when we did when we did come together. It's it's like it's almost a psychic experience. We all seem to know what each other's thinking and playing together. It's, it just it comes natural to us. We could like go for three or four years without playing together, and then we get together. It's like we only left off yesterday kind of thing. Now that Black Sabbath is over or reached the end, I should say, when you get together with your bandmates, what are you, did you guys like get into a a, a poker thing? Like, what are you guys going to do now if you're not making music together? <laughs> you know, well, you're going to do arts and crafts? Ozzy's <laughs> doing his solo stuff and I don't see much of him anymore. And Tony's in England, so I don't get to see him much neither. So we've all, you know, we're all doing our own things. Well, moving forward, you've had your own projects in the past and, and a lot of collaborations with different musicians and artists. Are you thinking about doing something like that again? Well, I'm, <clears throat> I'm always writing music. That's, that's, one of, that's my main hobby. Is to, it's not only my profession, it's, it's my main hobby as well. So I'm always... Uh, writing different stuff, you know, not necessarily rock or metal stuff, although messing about with electronic stuff as well. So um, over the next year, I'm just going to see what, what I come up with, and if I think I've got enough for a, a good album, I'll put an album out. Well, Geezer, I really appreciate your time. Congratulations on the release of The End. It comes out on Friday, November 17th. And Thank you very much. I can't wait to check it out and can't wait to... Uh, see all of the extra stuff and the vinyl. I'm very excited about the vinyl, so I hope you get a better record player in California so you can check it out. <laughs> I'll import the one that I've left in England. <laughs> Thank you so much for calling. I really appreciate it. Okay, great. Thanks. You're listening to Mistress Carrie. She smells amazing, like peaches. Whatever else you happen to be doing, well, that's your business. One time she gave me a Woody. She remembered he's my favorite character from Toy Story. This is WAAF. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.